What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Let's get ready to rumble! Senior Nation jam-packed show today. Peloton of 5%. What's up, Discipline Investor? We got Benzinga CEO Jason Raznick here with us. The man, the myth, the legend, Tom Nash. Peter Schiff on the Power Hour with us live today. Interesting, different, unique, innovative companies. Mia, you are live with us on the Power Hour. What's up? Thank you so much for inviting me on. Jessica Billingley, that is the CEO of Aperna. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday, Hump Day. You know, my favorite day of the week, Hump Day. Yes, I still have that camel commercial stuck in my head. Uh, I don't even know whose commercial it was, but every Wednesday I wake up, the first thing I think is Hump Day. So, yes, we are here Wednesday. It's a, you know, rainy, drizzly dreary day here in detroit michigan i hope you have blue skies wherever you are we definitely have some green in the market today we've been talking about it the the retail trade is is a little bit back the small caps are going the spacs are going the high flyers are, are going a little bit so we're having a little bit of fun live portfolio which we'll pull up in a little bit here all-time highs again let's go i, I will take that all day uh preview of what is to come you are now on the Trade Idea Show, all right? For, for the next 60 minutes, our goal is to make sure that, that you have no better way to get trade ideas than by watching this show. That, that's what the, what the point of, of this segment is. Uh, ideas not just from myself, not just from our guests, but mo- most importantly from all of you out there in Zinger Nation. If you're out there, you're hanging out with us in Zinger Nation. Uh, put in the stocks you're trading. Drop the tickers now. You know I always make time to rapid fire through tickers in the chat. Uh, you know, get give some news beat on them, pull, pull some quick levels on them, etc. Et so put them in there, and of course, smash that like button, share the stream. Um, you know, we, we want to get a bigger community. The, the the more likes, the more shares, etc. The, the more people we have in Zinger Nation hanging out with us today. Pre- preview of what we have coming up. We, we have some individual tickers that, that we're going to be diving into. So, so if you want to see some of these individual stock names, no worries. We'll be getting to those. We'll be dropping a couple ideas on the show. Uh, and and we're, we're going to be doing our options 201. All right. So, so, so this week is earnings week. Um, let me go ahead. Let me get this graphic back up. I'm going to share my screen here. So, 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 so we're, we're, we're in the best earnings week of the year. Uh, if, if you don't know what it mean, what that means, but basically public companies are required to, to publish their quarterly financial results four times a year, once per quarter. Uh, and, and they don't have to, but they seem to be really concentrated in when they publish those reports. This week that we're in right now is the most exciting week for that of the quarter. Right, we have the high flyers. We have literally, I, I believe, close to a thousand companies that are all going to be putting out quarterly reports this week. Um, and and so so we're we're doing a little bit of a series uh, on basically how to use options into earnings results. Yesterday we we did the one on one. 
right? We 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 did like the the basic hedging. And, and if you were, I'll, I'll do a quick recap of that. We we talked about two different strategies, two basic hedging strategies to to protect stocks that you own into earnings. If if you want to protect your downside, the first one is just buying puts against those stocks, right? That whatever strike price you buy the puts at, that's essentially where your downside ends. You know, the stocks at ten, you buy buy a put at nine. You know, stock goes to seven. You don't care. You're you're protected starting from nine and below. Um, the other one that we talked about is selling covered calls. So, so it's basically when when you own the stock, you sell a call against it. It lowers your cost basis on on the shares that you owned. Um, you know, so so the stock has to drop further for you to be in the red. Uh, but but then what you're giving up, you always have to give something up. Is you're giving up some of that upside, right? So so the stock goes up twenty percent. Maybe you only participate in ten percent. Again, it's whatever strike price you pick with your options. That was the one hundred and one segment. You want to see the one hundred and one? Go back to yesterday. Check it out. You'll see that in there today. We are doing the two hundred one, and and I've I've got I've got a special guest with us who's going to talk about options into earnings. But let me bring him onto the stream. Coming to us from Options AI, uh, CC. What's up, man? How you doing? Welcome it, back to the Power Hour, sir. How's it going? Good to see you, Luke. Good to see you too. Anything? I don't know what 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 stock are you most excited to see report this week? Um. Well, the big priced ones are always interesting because, you know, like you take Shopify and Amazon and things like that. And a lot of times the options market has a tough time pricing those really high priced stocks because the moves are just, you know, numerically so large. You know, I think I was looking at Shopify. We can pull this up in a second, but, you know, it's only like a three, you know, it was like a 3% expected move or something like that. But then when you do that math... It's a massive move, you know, from a dollar standpoint. Yep. Um, and, you know, and then there's the other ones like, you know, we've been through an interesting time the last couple of months. You know, you mentioned on the intro with, you know, the high flyers, the SPACs, you know, things like that. So you take a look at a stock like, you know, NIO, you know, is that an earnings move stock or is that something, you know, does it take what 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 does it take to move a stock like that? You know, is it just momentum? Is it just, you know, the interest from retail or do earnings matter? You know, and, you know, those are kind of interesting, but it's just jam packed. Like, you know, it's hard to keep track. I didn't even know Google was going this morning, you know, Um, (laughs) so, you know, and they move it around from quarter to quarter. But, you know, your intro going back to your intro with the high flying stocks and and the meme stocks and the SPACs and, you know, then you're seeing with the. you know, crypto related stocks, you know, we've been through a very interesting year, which was, you know, the pandemic trades all of last year. And the, and that was sort of wild market swings. Right. And it was like yep. the re- reopening trades. It was the, you know, the stay at home stocks and things like that. And, you know, you basically from a volatility perspective and options, you, you saw the VIX bouncing from, you know, 20 to 40 all year, you know, all 2020. Then to start this year <clears throat> with the, you know, with the SPACs and the meme stocks, the GameStops, the AMCs, things like that, you saw something else happen, which was this, you know, these pockets of the market, which were going wild, right? While everybody was sort of ignoring the FANG stocks and things like that. And what was happening was, you know, essentially retail traders were wading into options. They were buying calls. You know, if the stock went up, if GameStop went That's the way to do it. If it went up $200, it was great. Now, the issue, it's a great way to do it for a while. But the issue is, 
you know, once those stocks sort of return to earth and, you know, start trading more like a normal stock, which is going up one day down another day within ranges and things like that, it is it is tough buying out of the money calls or puts. I, I remember ha- that seeing that with GameStop, you know, it went while it was going on its rocket ship, you know, volatility was going through the roof because it's volatility is basically pricing uncertainty. Right. And so yeah. the uncertainty in GameStop was, is it going to a thousand? Is it going to 500? Right. Options. It's impossible for options to price those types of moves. Right. Then once it starts returning to earth, people are like, oh, I'm going to buy puts for it to go back to 200 or 150. And they would, you know, buy puts and then the stock would go lower and they would lose money. Right. Yeah, because the puts were 100 bucks. It was was basically volatility collapsing because now, you know, people aren't, you know, the uncertainty of GameStop going to a thousand is removed. Right. Yeah. And so then you start having to think of like, well, what? What if GameStop goes down $25 or up $25? And now all of a sudden it trades like a normal stock. So, you know, and that sort of brings us back to earnings is what happened in those stocks, in those GameStops and things like that is essentially what happens overnight in earnings, in options, right? You get this. And I I guess let's back up for a second. But before we get too deeply into that, can you you just give give us a little bit of of your background uh, and, and options AI? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm a former market maker. I, yes. I picked somebody who was very qualified to, to get us into this options and earnings guys. Okay. All right. Keep, keep going, Cece. Yeah. So I'm a former options market maker. I was on the, you know, the evil side of the business for retail, but it's, um, you know, like basically on an options market maker side, you are a Delta neutral trader, right? And so you are seeing options in a completely different way than you know, a retail trader who is looking to play directionally, looking to play a move and things like that. Whereas options market makers on the other side, and they're thinking in volatility, they're thinking in net premium short or long, and what that means for their decay over time and all those types, types of things. And so options AI is you know, simply, it's more ways to trade, right? It is presenting someone, <clears throat> a retail trader, the ability to either through a price target in a stock or in a, you know, like I, I am bullish in the stock bearish or I'm neutral in the stock, instantly being able to compare stock, a simple option like a call or put to multi-leg options. And those multi-leg options are either, you know, a call spread, a put spread, or it could be a credit put spread or a credit call spread, you know, all the way to I'm completely neutral and I want to do an iron condor. And basically those are trades where, you know, if you are beyond the rocket ship stage of buying, you know, a call and hoping that that call goes up when the stock goes up and, you know, you want to basically get to those trades that, you know, more on the institutional side, presenting them side by side and seeing the pros and cons of each strategy is very important. And that was sort of, you know, when we um, set out to build the technology and the platform around options AI, which I'm on, you know, I'm on that side of the business. That's what we were trying to do is bring these trades to people in an easy to understand way. You know, if I'm bullish in a stock going into earnings and I'm worried about volatility, you know, I might want to think about a credit spread or at the very least, I might want to think about a debit spread, you know, as, as opposed to just, you know, I'm bullish, I'll buy a call because there's a lot involved, you know, in options. There's a lot of variables. Exactly, and, and you and you 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 mentioned a couple, you you mentioned a couple two hundred one things again. Yesterday we did the one hundred one, 
the, the single-legged. Uh, t- today, can you talk us through a, a couple of, of, and let's not make it too overwhelming, mm-hmm. let's talk through a couple of the more complex ways that we can leverage options into this earnings season that we're coming up on. Well, the first thing I would start with, and this is something we put at the center of the options AI experience, and I can even uh, pull it up as I talk. Yeah, can you? That the, no. the visuals always help. Yes. So let's do... Um, you should have a share screen button toward, towards the bottom of your browser window. All right, here we go. Um, so, you know, let's just take a stock. Uh, let's take like NIO. Um, I actually have an article that Neo. I just posted to Benzinga. It should be on there right now where I use, you know, this, this stock is an example, right? And this is a, a perfect one based on what we were just talking about with the, you know, it was a high flying stock. It's, it's, you know, doing well, they're doing better in the last you know few weeks. So basically at the center of the options AI experience is this concept of expected move, right? So we can see the historical chart here. We can see what this has been doing over the last month. And then what we're doing is taking the options chain and drawing it out into the future to show the expected move of this stock. Now, the expected move is how options traders are pricing the uncertainty. So like when you hear about these things like volatility and the, you know, the implied volatility of these options and things like that, it's very difficult for you know, somebody that just wants to you know, sort of cut through that noise to understand that. And what we've done is we've presented that as a chart, right? So the expected yep. move for this week in NEO is 6%, right? That's what the options market is expecting. And, 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 and let, let's just, just do one line on the, how, how do you get to that 6%? Like, like, like what is it calculating? Is it, so that is calcul- know, basically what we're seeing here is we're seeing the options chain visualized. And what that expected move is based on the at the money options. in the okay. And it's basically a good way to think about it is in sports, you have a point spread, right? And that point spread is arrived at by, basically buyers and sellers of those teams. You know, if I want to, you know, if I think the Ravens are going to beat the Steelers, you know, I have to enter into a market and then the, the, the people making the markets have to price it to balance the books. Right. And that's the same thing that's happening in options and that all the call buyers, all the call sellers, all the put buyers <clears throat> and all the put sellers are arriving at this, this um, you know average of the, this expectation of how much the stock's going to move. Now, yep. if, if the stock ends up moving beyond this expected move, that means options were underpriced. If it stays within that expected move, if if Neo just moves five percent on earnings, that means options were slightly overpriced. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we start with that concept: is you should know where the crowd is essentially before you do any trade, even if it's stock. Right? You should know you know, how much risk reward you're putting on the line. And then, of course, when it, it comes to, when it comes to calls and puts, you know, the expected move is $44, you know, by Friday. So, yep. you know, if I'm going to buy a 50 call, then I really need these options to be mispriced, right? Yep. So, you know, we can take this example and we can zoom in for this. And what we were able to do is, you know, with Options AI is there's two ways to do. I could set my own price target or I could just select I'm bullish, I'm bearish, I'm neutral. And this is going back to what we were discussing earlier. You know, let's say, let's just, for instance, do a bullish 
bullish trades for this Friday. And what it does is it produces, um, you know, several trades based upon the expected move in this case, because I just did the I'm bullish button, right? And as we can see here, there's a call, there's a debit call spread, and then two credit put spreads, all compared to buying the stock. And when you zoom in, so can- so 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 let let like uh, let let's pick one of those setups and and talk through it. Like, how exactly does it work? What what are you buying? What are you getting yourself into? Yeah. How does it protect you? What risks? Is, can we, can we just pick one and go? I would say pick whichever one you think is most appropriate into an earnings report, and let's like dive deep into it. Yeah. Let's so let's compare like a debit call spread and um you know to a call right to start again, off. guys. This is the two hundred one. If you want yeah. the one hundred one with the single legged options into earnings, we did that yesterday. Today we're doing the two hundred one options into earnings. Yeah. And so for instance, this call, right? This is a 41 and a half call, which is an at the money call, right? The stock's trading about 41 and a half. Okay. If we click into this, we can see a chart, right? And we are risking $145 for basically uncapped gains. This is a call. This is, you know, everybody understands this. And, you know, on the chart, we can see. Yeah. Well, well let's just say, say it anyway. So, so, so the, the stock is at what? 41 and a half. The call yep. is at 42. And the call, and this is a 41 and a half call. And so the call is at yep. 41 and a half. So the call is right there at the money. And yep. then how much does this call cost? So it costs a dollar forty four, which so means a dollar forty four. So right. so if you're buying the call, you're spending a dollar forty four per share. Do you mind each options contract is a hundred shares? You're spending a hundred and forty four dollars in total. Yep. Uh, and basically, what you're buying is, is you're buying upside. What once the stock gets above forty one and a half, really, right. it's about forty three bucks. Exactly. You got to add you, your dollar and a half, your dollar forty four you're spending onto it. But uh, yeah, so how's that, CC? And that's the key. Point. The, the last thing you said is the key point. And if you look over here, I don't know if you can see on your on the screen share, but <clears throat> over here on the right, you said about forty three. And right, this is with real time data. And so the break even on this call is forty two ninety one right now. Right, if this if this call costs one forty one, and you can see that updating over on the right, right, uh, right over here. And, you know, and that's you explained it perfectly is you don't just need this stock to go up. You need this stock to go up above that point. And you only have three days for that to happen. Right. This this call expires on Friday. It's so, definitely a little bit of a yellow trade. It's a yeah, which we don't we don't discriminate against on this show. No. And, we, and I do some yellow trades. Everybody has them from time to time. Yeah. And even the smartest options trade, you still need to get the stock right. Right. Yeah. And, you know, so now let's back out of this trade. And, you know, this is a very basic call buying the 41 and a half call. And we'll compare it to this debit call spread. Right. And so what this is doing is this is buying that same at the money call, but then it's selling a call up at the expected move. Right. And so what this is essentially doing is saying, I'm, you know, I'm bullish, but I don't want to pay for upside that is, has, you know, like basically that YOLO, I don't want to pay that YOLO premium. You know, I want to play within the, how the options market is pricing it. And so in this case, you know, this lowers the cost of this trade to $82. And it's a max gain of $167 if the stock is, you know, at or above 44 on Friday, which is the way the options market is pricing it. And, you know, from an expected move standpoint, the way expected moves work is about 70% of the time, let's call it 65, 7, 65 to 70% of the time, the stock will stay within the expected move. 
the other 30% or so is when it, you know, goes outside the expected move. And then obviously, you know, it could be a, a crash or, you know, this massive spike in the stock, but most of the, you know, more times than not, the stock will stay at or within the expected move. So this is basically, and I can, you know, we can talk about a little deeper here. I'm going to, um, so we can see what this is doing, right? This is buying that 41 and a half call, the same price we just talked about, you know, a dollar, a dollar 45. It's selling that 44 call at 60 cents. So imagine the person buying that 44 call from you. They need the stock to go to 4460 to break even. Yep. And you're selling that YOLO, for lack of a better word, premium to them to help finance you playing within 40, 41 and a half to 44. And okay. I think that's a good way to think of a debit spread is, you know, you're not concerned with the unlimited gains potential. You, you know, yep. you want to get your break even closer to the stock so that you can increase your probability of profit. And, and you know, when we come back to this page, by selling that, you know, that 44 call at 60 cents, you know, you've increased your probability of profit by, you know, six percentage points. And that's just based on the break even being closer to the stock. Okay. So, so, and, and we're going to have to move on in just a second here, yeah. but, but, but let, let, me, let me try to, to walk through this one again. Yep. So, so, so basically what you're doing is you're spending money to, to buy a call option mm-hmm. that, that that's at a strike price of above where the stock is now, but not too far above. Mm-hmm. And then you are selling a call option at a higher strike price. Um, so, so, so you you bought one call, you sold one call, and and, and what that does for you is is it makes you bullish on the stock, yep. uh, but but less bullish and thus less expensive than yes. just buying outright you know single legged calls. Yeah, is that it, an accurate representation? No, it was perfect, Luke, and and a great something that just occurred to me. So looking at the price of that debit call spread around $85, which means it's 85 cents, that is selling a 44 call at 65 cents. So it is it is selling almost as much as this this package costs, right? Yep. So that person spending 65 cents for that 44 call you know, needs that stock 4465, this 85 cent debit spread, you know, needs the stock base essentially on you know, $3 lower um, before it is in the money. So, and, and then the last thing real quick, you know, on this page, there's also credit put spreads, which is two point, you know, if we're going into 202 class. Yep. And this is essentially selling to the, to, to the bears, right? Yep. So in this case, and, and, and see, see, fortunately, we don't have time to oh, dig yeah. deep into that one. Yep. That said, I think we need to make this a recurring segment. Oh, where yeah. We just sort of chip away at these like 201s, Oops, as yeah. I like to call them. Yeah. Yesterday, we did the 101, the single-legged. Then we start chipping away at, at the 201s, the multi-legged. Right, um, right. I, I and there's it. an article, and I write on um, learnoptionsai.com, learn.optionsai.com. And there's an article on Benzinga today where I go over neo and some of the other stocks if people want to check that out in more in depth perfect and it even has iron condors boom <laughs> wait till we get to 301 guys okay right. we're gonna keep chipping away at the 201s if this is helpful if this was helpful guys throw the one in the chat again you get, getting a little bit more advanced with our options if not throw the two and maybe, maybe maybe we'll bring cc on to do more 101 stuff with us but but cc man i appreciate you coming and oh, yeah. hanging out taking us through it 
again, we we went we went through through our, our first two hundred one strategy of of how to use options uh, into this busy earnings season. So I appreciate it. Yes, thanks for having me on, Luke. Absolutely, man. Right. Thanks for joining. A lot of lot of a lot of ones in the chat. A lot of fans. Awesome. All right, all right, guys. How was that? You cannot say that I don't deliver. The idea of this show, we sort of have three things going on with this show consistently, right? One, one, we have trade ideas. Uh, we, we just hit on that one. Number two, we have gimmicks. I'll, I'll get some gimmicks going later in the show. I don't know what yet, but we'll figure that out. And three, we have a soundboard. That's what we deliver on, guys. Um, little preview of what is to come. Stay tuned. Uh, we, we've got a public company who's going to be joining us in a second here. I know you guys always like those. I've got a live trade to make yeah, on yeah. this show. And I think Jason's got got some some hot hot tickers to drop. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You can hear me. Yes, sir. All right, that's weird. This thing. So the the pool tickers. You guys know that I was the first one to be talking about these pool tickers for a while. Well, we got, we got to roll the tape on that one. Yeah, roll the tape. Roll the date because Josh. I think Brown, I was the first one to talk about the. Pool j- tape. J- no, you weren't. Get the editors on here. Joshy Brown starts talking about them yesterday, and I, you know, I've been on do, it. Do you so. guys want me to drop the facts on this one? Because yeah. I know who talked about it first. All yeah. right, let's hear it. Okay, the first person. If you don't say, if it, you don't say it was me, then you're wrong. Okay, go ahead. it was neither of you actually. It was actually a viewer call-in who first mentioned Leslie. Wow. I actually, I actually believe you, to be honest. I got I it that. from Chris Camillo did it in one of our Saturday boot camps. He posted it on Twitter the same day, then pitched it in the boot camp, and then I repitched it on Monday. That's why I'm saying I know I had to have been first. Uh, okay. And I may, okay. Oh, look at the chat. Look at the chat. <laughs> um, oh, God. You guys suck. Copyright violations. Do not be doing that, Luke. I don't want copyright violations. I said I have a zero tolerance for copyright violations right now. Well, yeah, the reason yeah. the re- the reason I bring it up is during the show yesterday, I bought eight thousand shares of H A W. H A W. You guys brought it to me on the show, and you said, "Hey, hey, hey, this is a good one." And I didn't buy eight thousand; I bought eight hundred. Okay. And hey, um, you honestly something cool, Jason? Guess what? No, you. I'll tell you something cool. It's up four percent, five hundred eight bucks. Thank you, Zinger Nation. Whoever gave me that pick yesterday, you deserve some Benzinga swag. Come right on up and email Spencer Israel at Benzinga to claim your Benzinga swag. Go ahead. All right, check this out. This is my interactive broker's account. Right, we're looking at Leslie's. Look at this new feature, brand spanking new. On the ticker pages on Interactive Brokers, right there. Holy Something shit! Is, why is it moving? Holy Ooh. shit! Screenshot. I want to do the, all, like, uh, the winning Screen, one again. Screenshot that. Me. Send it to me. Oh my freaking god! Send that to me now. Where's the apostrophe on Leslie's though? Who wrote that? Leslie's. Who, give me, that he, was definitely Randy. He, if he it can, missed an apostrophe, is definitely Randy. Keep that up because I I got it up. I screenshot it now. I got to go to the content Slack and say you can't miss the apostrophe. Um, oh, I have five slacks from you, Luke. I missed all your slacks today. I'm sorry. Um, that was Randy, you're saying? It definitely was Randy. He doesn't believe in apostrophes? He doesn't. Randy, come on, man. Why are you? Randy, why? can you come over here for a second? And we do have to get to our guests in a minute here, Jason. Why doesn't he Randy, why doesn't Randy, he will you come over to the stage, please? Come Wait, on, hurry it? it up. He's going slowly. He knows it's bad. Uh, R- Randy, so, so, so you did our users a major disservice today. You publish the, this this why is it moving content on Leslie's. You don't have the apostrophe there. 
And so people have no idea what the company is. What what's what's the company supposed to be? There's no apostrophe. What what do you have to say for yourself? I didn't publish this one. That's that's what I'd say. All right, he 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 doesn't want to take responsibility. That's fine. Different discussion, deeper discussion. We'll have to have later. Okay, people are probably so mad at you right now. Why? Because you're calling them out on the screen, and they get mad that we do that. Like they don't they don't know how transparent we are. Um, yep. I I hope Rohan is getting video of this for the main show, and the charts aren't working in pro Globetrotter. Tell me that that's not true because that I'll be really mad. How do you spell apostrophe, Luke? A P O S apos T R O P H Y. That's the hardest word to spell. Oh my god! Everyone's trying to like tell me. Okay, guys, come on in the, in the chat. Give me the apostrophe. I'm, I'm saying to our Slack. All right, Jeff is coming on in a minute, guys. We're excited. Uh, but I just had to come on and say thank you to the chat. Um, I, what was the ch- the stock I bought a lot yesterday? I bought H A W. H-A-Y-W. I forgot a Y. You got to buy a Y. H-A-Y-W. Thank you, X-I-I, for apostrophe. I spelled it so wrong. Jeez. Um, thank you. But you knew the big word yesterday. You knew the one I didn't know. What was it? Oviate. I know Oviate. That Yeah, because, listen, so just, I'll give you a real quick thing, okay? And then you can bring on the guest. So back in the day, I listened to this guy named Bill O'Reilly. He was on Fox News. And at the end of every show, he would say, like, if you wish to bloviate or opine, send to this thing, name it and dre- name and location or address. And if you wish to opine, I never knew what the word opine meant. Do you know what opine meant? Opine means, Luke? Yes. I remember now, actually, I used opine in some email and you just wrote back, nice use of opine. Now, now I know where it comes from. Bill O'Reilly. Like, feel free to opine on this. <laughs> yes, feel free to opine on this. That was Bill O'Reilly. And then I told Bill, I love the vocab, but opine. Lovier, and he used some other word. And so, you know what he did? He took my email. I don't know if it's because of my email. It probably wasn't. He took my email and didn't take my email. He just did anyways. He started a vocab word of the day. But I love the systematic using that same word every day. If you wish to own pine, name in town, name in town. And then he'd always use bloviate all the time. So when you didn't know the word bloviate, I was like, I was like thinking you are a porcupine, uh, Luke, because like, how do you not know the word bloviate? Like, like I know it like is yesterday, maybe because I opine a lot. Um, but that is, uh, maybe cause I, maybe cause I bloviate a lot. Sorry. I was reading the, the someone's comment. I love they visit you apostrophe a lot. Yeah. That's what it is. Cause what? But all right. I'm going to bring our guest on. All right. All right. All right, guys. You, 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 you know, the deal. We, we always are bringing the interesting ideas. Uh, coming with us, public company audio ticker A U U D. That's Alpha Ukulele Ukulele Delta, I think. Uh, Do you have a but, ukulele, Luke? Not yet, not yet. If we, if we get more viewers on the show, that, then I, I think we can make that. Well, happen. we have six. We have six thousand right now. I know it says three six five here, but there's six thousand through the syndication right now. Six thousand. I got in my data thing. So boom. Just keep it up. Okay. Give, give me the 60,000. All right. All right. But, but we, we have Jeff Thraman, uh, founder, executive chairman, Michael Lawless, CEO. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining the Power Hour. Good to have you here with us. Yeah, good to be here. Appreciate your time. Yep. Absolutely. Nice you. Absolutely. Uh, but before we dive into it, um, for, for anybody who isn't aware, can, can you just give a, a, the quick background of the company uh, and what you guys do? Yeah, we're, we're essentially a technology company focused on the audio space. 
And, uh, you know, the audio space is exploding with podcasting and streaming over the last you know, decade or so and continuing to pick up momentum. So we, we've really built some uh, really interesting technologies that uh, reinvent how people can really interact with, with audio. Awesome. And, and so, so are the technologies focused on the, the consumption side of things, the recording side of things, the layer in between? Where, where, where exactly in the, along the spectrum does it, does it fall? Yeah, the, the main technology is really this AI platform that we've built where we, we've essentially trained this uh, artificial intelligence engine on Google's TensorFlow platform to really learn the difference between all the types of, of different audio that are out there. Wait, so Google, first, wait hold on. Sorry, Jeff. I, I got to rewind. Google's what platform? A TensorFlow. It's, a, it's, just an, it's just an AI library. Okay. I never heard of that. That was another word that I – thank you. I'm sorry. If I don't know something, I have to ask because I, I no, never heard that. Okay. Absolutely. And Michael can give you all the detail you want on, on TensorFlow if you, if you want right. to dig into Michael, that. we may have to do a one-on-one tonight, okay? Sure, absolutely. Let's, do, let's plan on that. All right, thank I you. Can opine, I can opine on uh, TensorFlow all day. <laughs> yeah. but, but don't, and Jason's going to bloviate, so, so you don't want you don't, don't take the call as my recommendation, okay? <laughs> all right, I'll let you go back, Jeff. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So we're, we're applying the technology related to two products that we're going to market with. And one we think is, a, is a, it's just a huge game changer for radio. You know, radio has been out there uh, all these years and it still has 270 million people listening to it every month. But they have two big problems. One is their ad load. It's just way too obnoxious for, for most consumers. And the other thing is you can't personalize the content. So everybody's got to listen to the same thing. So what they do have, though, the reason they're maintaining these 270 million listeners is they're the only place where you can go to get local content at scale. If you want to know what's happening in your community, you want to know what happened with the game last night, you want to know a big weather event that's coming in or some other big event, radio, radio is basically the only place you have it. So we have these people going there, this huge audience. We have this content that people want, but radio doesn't have a technology solution to allow people to consume that content in a premium fashion. So what we bring to the table is an opportunity to download the Audia app, and then you can pay a subscription, and you can listen to any AM, FM radio station without commercials, and you can also personalize the content. Skip anything you don't like. You can set up um, sequences, like programs, like you can on smart speakers, you know, different routines, that sort of thing, and you can bring in, bring in other content uh, that you might be interested in. Uh, so, so that's really what we're doing on the... Uh, on the audio side, we have another product called Vodacast, which plays in the podcasting space. Okay. Okay. And and and, and so so on, on the audio side, it, it's it's I imagine that it sounds like you can pull content in across channels, right? It's not like you just have one station and you're skipping the commercials. It's is it I want the weather from here, the sports from here, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's absolutely right. And uh, you know, Michael, you might want to go in a little bit on on, on how we do that and the, and the different types of content that we're looking to pull in um, to to do that for folks. Yeah. So if you if you can just think about it in terms of uh, having access to you know thousands of different content streams of audio streams uh, from from radio stations and theoretically from other sources as well. Uh, we have the capability of of processing those streams that are being essentially tuned into uh, on the phone, 
uh, and we can identify the, the beginning and end of different content segments. And for many of the types of segments, we can identify exactly what type of segment it is. So in theory, you can listen to your favorite music station, say in Denver, Colorado, but if you happen to, like me, if you happen to be from the Boston area originally, maybe those are the, the sports teams you follow, you can uh, infuse into your listening experience a, a, a very personalized uh, set of content from, say, sports radio stations in Boston. And now you have a, a, a very unique uh, listening experience. It's personalized for you. And it's using the technology that we've developed to identify uh, and stream those different sources simultaneously, parsing and segmenting them for, to, to con construct that listening experience. Awesome. And, and, and you, you guys had a press release out today. Um, can, can, can you tell us a little bit about that, what, what, what the significance is, what, what investors should be paying attention to? Yeah, I mean, the big thing that we're doing is we're, we're a pre-revenue company and we, we, you know, early stage technology company where we've really invested all the all the capital into getting to the point of, of launching the product. And then we went to the public markets. After that, we were on the on the private side and we were funded entirely by individual investors. And we're kind of continuing that with the, the public market push. To give uh, you know the everyday everyday investor the opportunity to get into what we think is a huge opportunity, you know, early on and follow it along with us. So the way we're the way we're going to market with the Audia app is we're partnering with independent broadcasters, and they are, we're gonna we're gonna buy promotional time on their stations, and we're gonna work with them in pushing this out to their to their audiences. Uh, so they'll be getting on air to their listening base, and they'll say. Hey, you can now listen to our stations in a premium environment. Go download, you know, the app, pay a subscription. They'll get 30 days to listen to it for free and then convert over to subscription. So this is our second broadcast group that we announced today. And that gives us a reach. And they're out in Sonoma, California. That gives us a reach out to about 300,000 consumers across the, the Lakes Media Group, which we announced uh, earlier uh, in the month or maybe last month. And then now Sonoma coming on board. We hope to get that uh, that initial trial up to a, a larger number and, and announce additional uh, partners as we go. But it's really proving this out with the independent broadcasters because the big deal for broadcasters is that, you know, the subscription price, we don't know exactly what it's going to be, but we did a big survey with the Harris polling folks and that priced out at around $12 as the price to, to maximize revenue. And the way we okay. model our business is we model about $2 of that coming to us and $10 going back to the broadcast radio groups and, and for various different services um, that they provide for us. And if you look at what broadcast radio gets today from the ad model, it's about three seventy-five per month per listener. So they more than double their revenue that they get on air and they can drive people over to this premium premium channel. So, so, so two, two thoughts that I have from there. Um, so, so the, the way that you're not competitive with, with these radio stations, you, you just answered for us, right? They're, they're going to be, they're going to be pushing audio, um, and, and you're remitting payment to them. So, so, so it's not competitive. It seems super synergistic in that way. Um, and, and let, let me draw this comparison, but, but, but is it fair to say that you guys are, are similar to like a Spotify and, and how Spotify, uh, you know, works with musical artists in that, you know, it, it's the platform for people to consume the content and then, then the artists, the labels, et cetera, get our remitted payment. Um, 
you know, for, for the, the streams that take place. Yeah, it's a, it's a similar, it's a similar, it's a similar type of concept. I mean, radio has this unique content, you know, that we would be, you know, part of the payment is to get access to that unique uh, content that uh, the broadcast radio has, which is really that local content and the stuff that they put together between the music um, as well. Radio already has a, uh, a deal in place with the music industry as to how they have to pay for music. And that yep. comes from a statutory rate that's out there that's very favorable. And uh, that's one of the big things, big differences between what we're doing and what Spotify and the rest are doing. Right? We don't require direct contracts with the music industry. So we can really become one of the first big streaming providers of, of content that isn't getting slaughtered with, uh, with, with paying uh, the fees to the music industry. So we can be profitable at a much earlier stage than Spotify or Pandora or, or any of the others. Got it. All right. And then, and then last question that I'll ask, I'm going to make it a twofer for whoever wants it. Uh, what, what, what should investors be looking out for next? You know, what, what, what's the next thing on the, the, the horizon, the next catalyst for us to watch out for. And, and then uh, the, the, the second half of that is, is what are you most excited about? Yeah, I can answer that on the audio side. And I'll ask Michael to give a few comments on the Vodacast on our podcast platform. But with audio, I mean, we've covered most of it. We're going to be announcing additional partners coming into our platform. Uh, we hope to we hope to start running these in this quarter, our first trials, and then really reporting on results. And I think reporting on those results is going to be is going to be the the whole key, right? That's what I'm most yeah. excited about. If we're able to show conversion rates to subscription, they're anywhere close to what we showed in that Harris poll. Uh, we should see a ton of movement in our stock. And uh, so that's, that's really what we're, what I'm looking for on the audio side. Okay. Yeah. And in parallel on the, on the podcasting side uh, with our Vodacast product, uh, very, very similar type of uh, a rollout plan where we're, we're adding podcasters now onto that platform. And the way the model works on Vodacast is to, have those podcasters use their voice to promote to their listeners. And that's how we acquire listeners. So over the next quarter or two, we're going to be rolling up podcasters. And by virtue of that success, we'll, we'll roll up uh, listeners. And uh, if those metrics early on convert the way we're expecting, it'll be, uh, it'll be, you know, really, really exciting. And, and if we see that on both products, that, that answers your second question. That's pretty, pretty exciting. I think for both Jeff and I. Luke, what about our podcast? Yeah, we need to get that going on there. It, it's it's publishing finally. We're we're in the podcast space too now, but we didn't know we were, but now we have podcasts. So, what's your podcast called? Mine's called Raz Report. I've just had five of like I Dave Fortnoy on Kathy Wood. I got um I think David Einhorn coming up. You know the green light. I'll have more. So that's Raz Report, and then the show Power Hour is a podcast as well. Um, okay. these are relatively new. We haven't gone out there and really promoted them yet. You'll, we, we will, we will soon, but maybe there's something there. I don't know. Um, we got, we, we started putting on podcasts just cause like what you guys are doing. People want to be able to do things when they want, where they want. And that's why like the YouTube traffic sometimes is a misnomer because we used to just do YouTube and then we realized people are other places. So, you know, um, that's yeah that's it that's exactly right yeah you, you, you gotta stop bloviating jason i know i know i knew that i knew that was coming i knew i knew that's why i've been in silent mode and uh um i mean your company sounds very exciting like 
solving problems that don't exist, like that people don't know necessarily they have. But it, it that's why it's like you got to be everywhere. I mean, that's the future, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I think you guys would love the vo- the, the Vodacast platform because uh, I don't know if Michael got into the details, but I mean, one of the big things is we we sync a uh, a digital feed to the on air component of it. So if you guys are talking about stocks and different trades and different things, you can have, you can have text and video and all kinds of other stuff in this, in, in this interactive feed that obviously can be monetized if you get enough eyeballs on it as well. Awesome. No, that's awesome. I love it. I'm all about it. Yeah. We'll all right. So, so producer AB, there's the homework. You got to dig into the platform, figure out what we can make it make happen. You got we'll that. Produ- you, you got that producer AB. Well, he's not actually here. He's just yes, oh, sir, sir. I got it. <laughs> we we call him the delay effect. Like you know, when someone's like in another country or on Mars, that's where producer AB is. Hence his name AB because he's I don't know, like AD, you know, BC. I don't know. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you for coming on. Uh, Symbol is A U U D. A is an apple. U is an under. U is an under. D is an dog. Guys, check it out, follow along, and please come back on or let us know when you have news to drop so we can get it out to the world. Okay, thank you. We'll do. Appreciate All right. All right. Take Thanks, care. guys. Bye thank now. you. Yep. Have a good Take day. Care. Um Luke, we gotta get producer A B a new microphone or something. Yeah, that uh, I, I don't know if we need to buy a microphone. I mean, maybe we do a leverage buyout at Comcast so so we can get priority service. I mean we we've got to do something there. Um it's tough. Yeah, it is really tough trying to talk to him during the show. So I don't know what we'll do, but it's yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll, have to, we'll have to figure it out, right? Yep, we got to figure it out. All right, Jason, we, yep. we, we only have a couple minutes. Yeah, we got to get I do have a call. I got to get prepped up for at one. So, yeah, so I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave Zinger Nation in your hands. All right. Yeah, and and Luke, I appreciate you coming on today, even though you didn't opine as much as you probably should have. I know I had a hot trade to make today too. We just, you know, we run out of time. We get too excited by options and all that. Hot Luke, trade. Luke, Luke should we? Call, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Luke, should we do a stock contest? We each put in, I don't know, 500 bucks. A two-week contest. You get to pick four weeks, four stocks in your portfolio. Winner gets $1,000. Not just between you and me, but between you and me. And like the twenty most loyal or thirty most loyal listeners to the show, we'll have the like we'll we'll figure out how we'll do that, and we'll give a thousand dollars, and it's just a two week contest. I think it might be a cool idea. I'm about it. The swing trade. All right. Yeah, yes. like a, yeah, like actually in these earnings weeks, that because that's because really yeah, because I have a couple no brainer picks right now that are going to destroy earnings, like destroy, like murder, like literally the baseball cover is going to fall off the baseball. They're going to be hit. It's going to be hit so hard that I know I'll win. Like I know, and then I, I'm in that CNBC stock contest again. Uh, I have to call Ulis Perlman back right now. I forgot he called me, so I have to call him. We have th- 30 stocks we get to, we have to choose from. So um, I thought you were about to say you had to pick 30 stocks. No, we, get, we have to do that contest. So yeah, let's do that, man. I need I need some, and then I need for my Ulis Perlman contest. I got to pick some stocks today. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Boom. So Luke, get get out of here. Get to your other stuff. Luke has to get to work. He was up all night. So go go go. All right. All right. Peace, guys. Happy trading. All right. So that's Luke Jacoby. He is right-hand man. Um, Yeah, I'm in the CNBC stock draft with O's Perlman. I have to give him picks. Here are the choices. If you guys want to see, hold on. Where is my cell phone? Who took it? Okay, my hand took it. It's right here. 
I'll show you. I'll show you my picks. I'll show you. Hold on. Don't just hang in there, guys. Hearing in there, Zinger Nation. Here we go. Zinger Nation, I don't have a camera above my, my head. They should put a camera above my head. Here are the ch- stocks that we get to choose from. Okay, you guys, can you see? Here are the stocks. I got to give O's oh, four, four stocks to recommend. Study this. Are you guys studying? Sorry, I, my arm won't stop moving. I don't know. And now here, I'm going to go up a little higher. Uh-oh, what happened? My screen went black. You know what they say. Okay, so these are the stocks we get to choose from. I have to give O's for for us. Yes, last year we were in first place the whole time. I gave you know Uber. I had I, not Uber. Um, I gave we had Bitcoin and two others, and I was so right on. I I was like the I was the man last year. I was the man. It was two years ago, and then we came. We were in first the whole time by like thirty percent, and then we came in third because Bitcoin fell at the end. I was so pissed. I was so good last year, too. I was mad. I didn't buy it for my real account. So here are the 30 stocks, the 30 things. Not just stocks, actually. There's, you know, crypto. So you guys tell me. I have to call. After I hang up with you guys, I got to call O's back. So I need to give him 30 stocks, uh, like five picks. He's number seventh in the draft. I'm working with O's on it. Are you guys looking? You guys have recommendations for me yet? Okay. All right. So... No one really gave me any recommendations. I, I don't think Apple is going to move enough for it. What I would say to you guys is I'm probably going to tell O's. Um, I'm probably going to tell O's. Um, Bitcoin's going to be taken early. It's not going to work. What about the Invesco Solar? I think I may do TAN, um, Etsy. And Dash. That's what I'm thinking. You guys are saying no. You guys want to see again? Roku's on there, but I need four stocks, guys. Four stocks. What are the stocks, guys? You guys aren't being too helpful to me, I'd be honest. thought Zinger Nation would be a little more helpful. Roblox? Why do you have to keep going black screen? I don't get it. All right, you guys see? Maybe AMC is a, I think that's a dumb play, but Delta. All right, there we go. All right, those are the ones we get to choose from. We're number eight in the draft. All right, it would be, Daniel, you would be called away. Okay, so that's the story. Um, hey, I have news for you guys. I got news for you. We launched the, the page, HTTP. I'm going to WW Trading Tool Bounties. You already have three that came in, one person that came in so far. It is launched. Let me just share it with you before I click over. I'm going to add about 10 other bounties on here. Trading tool bounties. I'm going to add about 10 others like um, because I want the, um, the stock idea feed. Yeah, I got to gotta add more on here like ASAP. But here they go. If you refer anyone over. You get a $2,500 um, fee if we do an interview with them. You get a $50 fee even if we don't, we don't hire them, $50. Um, that's the page. So the page is up, and we're ready to go, tradingtoolbounties.com. Um, we'll put more details for each trading tool bounty, but that's where we're at. So um, 
Yeah, no, I, I like BKNG. Chris Delaccio, I like it. The problem is you need a big move. It's a one-year contest. DVN, is DVN Devon Energy? I don't know DVN Devon Energy. Um, all right, so that's the Trading Tool Bounties. If you know anyone, guys, let them know about tradingtoolbounties.com. Please follow us on YouTube um, for more interesting content like this. Like and subscribe. We're only here for Zinger Nation. We are all for one, one for all. We're not here. I'm not the boss. You guys are the boss. You tell us what do we, we build. Benzinga Pro is yours. I heard we had a thing with charts. I'm looking into that. I'm also working on a couple of things that we don't have in Benzinga Pro. Someone told me a couple of days ago that we need to have, and I said it'll be by the end of the month. I already forgot what that was. Do you, do you guys remember what I said yesterday? It'll be in Benzinga Pro by the end of the month. Um, thank you, Alex McClure, on your Dash thing. Um, BNGO, Jivo, thank you, Muds. Uh, Circle of Life, I don't know what that's about. Was Saber on there? I didn't see. Um, all right, I'm going to buy some Saber again. Thanks, Cameron Dole. Cameron Dole says, buy Saber. There's a ton of option call buying. I'm going to buy some Saber. Thanks, Cameron Dole. Um, can I post the link here, please? Absolutely. Charts are working again. Globe, thank you. I'm working on something else with Pro that you guys wanted yesterday. I forgot what it was. If you guys can remember, I said it'll be by the end of the month or in the middle of May. What was it? You guys told me about something that you wanted in Pro that I didn't have, that we don't have. Um, oh, Inside Traders, that's the SEC thing. But that's what I said will be on Pro. Okay. All right. I'll make sure that gets – oh, TSX. No, it was um, Happy, Happy Muhammad. It was, it was TSX, tick, TSX tickers. That will be on Pro. I'm going to find out why it's not. Not Oil Strong. TSS tickers. Oh, Tiger's making a comeback? Well, maybe, hey, if you guys use Tiger as a well, – we have crypto oh, we have crypto charts and Benzinga Pro coming in one week uh, or less than that. Um, if you guys use Tiger Trader Brokers, rec email them and say you want Benzinga News. If you're an E-Trade user, email them and say you want Benzinga News. Send us an email to powerhour@benzinga.com and let us know that, and we will send you swag. Swag, swag, swag. Tons of swag. We have boxes and boxes of swag. If you don't take it, we're going to go give it to the people outside in Detroit. You know what? In fact, I'm going to go hand out Benzinga clothes. I'm going to put some Benzinga clothes in my car and see if anyone wants it in Detroit. And then when people walk around Detroit, they'll see everyone wearing Benzinga clothes. They'll think we're like some cult, the Benzinga cult. Everyone's wearing Benzinga clothes wherever you walk in Detroit. That could be fun. Could be strange, but could be fun. So I'm going to start handing that out. Maybe they won't want it, but who knows? That's what I'm going to do because you guys aren't emailing me trade and saying you want our news. All right, there's another show coming up at 1 o'clock. I don't know what show that is. Can someone tell me? Is there a producer live on the show? I don't see a producer. Um, I don't know who Mateo is, but I appreciate you, Mateo, um, for saying hi. Oh, live stream it. Globetrotter, you're still waiting on your Benzinga gear? What do you mean? Aaron Thomas. Hold on. Can you come over here? Aaron Thomas. We'll, we'll get that. Globetrotter, we'll get that figured out. Can you? Aaron Thomas, I can't. Whoever's talking, we can't hear you at all. So stop it. Whoever's doing that, because it's annoying when you can't hear someone. Okay, Aaron, this guy Globetrotter said he's still waiting on his Benzinga gear. See, I don't think you're sending it. Globetrotter, what's his email? What's we, your email, Globetrotter? Wait, is this better now, Raz? Am I talking better? Yeah, but before you were talking, you weren't talking. I know so. it wasn't coming through the right mic. That was my bad. All right, I'm I'm putting the Power Hour email in here at Benzinga. Guys, send a screenshot. That you were, you know, and we'll send you swag. We have boxes and boxes. We have if, if Rohan would turn on the camera, tell him to turn on that camera and show the boxes. See the boxes? The, 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 look at this, guys. Will you put the camera on, the, the ceiling camera? 
Hold on. I'll put the ceiling camera on. Hey, guys, thank you for coming out. Oh, it's Get Technical. So this is Get Technical with my colleague and boss, Neil Neil Hamilton. Neil Hamilton is the boss, CEO of Benzinga. And um, as you guys know, I don't want to make Neil mad again, but I'm going to show you guys the the thing. Here we go. He's going too fast on his Zoom, but he's new to this place, you know. Um, get the camera up, sir. All right, see that? Those are all boxes of, of, of track jackets and T-shirts. Track jackets and T-shirt. Yeah, TD, TD, TD Canada or TD America? TD America has us. We need you to send it Schwab. Any brokerage, even if you don't have them, you send an email, we'll send you swag. That's about 600 swag items right there, okay? And there's still more in my garage. We want to clear Jason's garage. Yes, I talked to the third person, okay? Sometimes I do that because I don't want to be me. I don't know. All right. Love you guys all. Go watch Get Technical. Like and subscribe. TD Canada. If you reach out to TD Canada and you send more stuff, if you have kids, send us their kids' addresses. It's hard for us to ship to Canada, harder to ship to Canada, but we can do it. Send it to TD Canada once a week. You know, just keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Let's go. On the Saber calls, I haven't looked into it. I'm putting it on my watch list on Benzinga Pro in my notes. I'm probably going to buy it. Um, and happy Muhammad. I love that guy. I don't think he even works here full time yet, but this guy is a good man. Good man. So thank you guys. Love you. And, uh, my email, a free trade for sure, man, that counts free trade. We want to be on so bad. They won't get back to us. Um, my email is Jason at Benzinga.com. I'm on Twitter at Jason Rasnick. If you have ideas or you think you can impact the bounty trades, uh, trading bounties, bounty trades, interesting trading tool, bounties.com then um, let us know and go kick and kick some ass. So here we go. Love you all. Peace.